0: Ten Nine Eight
1: Seven Six Five Four Three Two One yeah 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 Wah, Legendary backer. Sometimes I feel like accent hey, Chop yeah. competition like a martial arts master. plays through the streets with the strength of a dragon. Whoa. Gotta stop the boss even if we recap it. Yeah. Video game rap. No, not that same trap. I'm so retro. retro, retro I remember retro, those yeah. days staying up. Watching my Uncle Decky play the Nintendo. Hey, Becker, when you walk, yeah. I'm playing Star Fox and I got it for the N64. Six-oh, Three six-oh, hands yeah. make it last. Yeah. Won't ever sell dead. Yeah, I promise I will not let. Cartridge. Me and Marjorie Wine used to play Battlefront, Tony Hawk underground too, how I'm getting stunts. Do what I say, when I press A, you jump, yeah. you need bigger, the bars got you in Bioshock. Came back one time, but you died twice, that's the real definition of a half-life. Yeah. When you speak to me, you only half right. it's early in the morning, but I'm playing for a night. It's the legend of Baker. when you be so kind? Leave rubies on my table. Fairy oh. tale chain on my neck, playing Fables, so many video games don't need cable i'm an angel but right now the combat evolved uh-huh. mortal combat you all no close calls the gear was special hit him with the twisted metal sly cooper how we came and snuck in the sector yeah. video game rap no not that same trap i'm so retro, retro, retro i remember retro, those yeah. days staying up watching my uncle decky play the nintendo, nintendo hey yeah. what you all. i'm playing star fox and i got it for the n64, n-6-4. Six-4, green cast make yeah. it last won't yeah. never sell that yeah i promise i will not the cartridge
0: yo
2: what's going on everybody it's your boy earth mac the mad scientist on the special edition of orange phoenix Pre-de- presents and uh today we have a special guest um she has been a visitor on the show uh i would say about a year and a half maybe two years ago And since it's Women's History Month, I was wrecking my brain like, "Is who can I have on the show for the month of March? So I'm like, wait a minute. I know somebody. I know somebody that's been killing the cosplay game. And especially uh, one of my favorite cosplays of her is uh, Kanata from Akira. And she, like, absolutely, positively kill it. And this person I'm talking about is Hayami Angel Cosplay.
3: Hello,
2: hello, hello. What's happening? What's happening?
3: What's happening? You me oh, in a in a wind wind No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. you hear yeah, me can. very well? Oh, yeah. Hear excellent. Yay. <laughs> sorry no 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 no.
2: you just you're fine you're you're fine you're you're fine so how have you been ma'am I know it's been a minute since uh we talked
3: I've been doing great you know uh it sucks you know COVID is still here after three years and um you know cons has kind of like not been a thing but you know everything is back up and it's back running and you know, still cosplaying. So yeah, everything's been going great on my end. How about you?
2: Ah, things have been great, sensational. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, COVID kind of hit me, kind of like it hit everybody else. And yeah. you know, cons just was few and far between and cons got canceled and moved up a year. And now we in this stage where we can actually visit cons again. Cause I actually been to two already and um it, it, it feels it feels slightly different.
0: Uh-huh.
2: But it's a little bit more of the same because I think a little bit more people are I actually went to three, actually. Now that I think about it. But a, a lot of people are like <laughs> comfortable in their own skin now and they can cosplay. And the funny thing about, you know, going to conventions is most times cosplays have like some sort of mask on or a helmet or anything, you know, something of that nature anyway.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, but I'm getting back in the swing of things and, uh, how has the cosplay life?
3: Oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh, so it's so, first of all, I absolutely love it. I Mm -hmm. love what I do so much as a hobby of mine. Um, it is a little different cosplaying by not being able to go to conventions and show it off but like i said earlier you know conventions back up and running we in this thing so i get to show my cosplays go to conventions compete in cosplay contests so yeah i'm super excited
2: Yeah, that's what's up that's what's up now so what's the next con you're gonna be at
3: The next con I am going to be at is Anime Blues X. It is located here in Memphis, Tennessee. It is June twelfth through the fourteenth, I believe. And then after that, you know, your girl looked up on some Dream Con So you know, yes,
0: already
2: see the boys.
3: Yes. So Dream Con gonna be there. So yeah.
2: Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. That, that's actually one of my goals is to actually make it to DreamCon. Because I, I actually follow those guys ever since uh the LeBron videos, like when they was like <laughs> staying at an apartment together, all I was staying in yeah. one apartment together. And I literally saw those guys growth. I'm like, wait a minute, they making some money here because they were in an apartment when the first time I saw them, and then it's almost like it was a quick fast forward. And the house that they're actually filming in, I was like, wait a minute. They, they bought
3: a mm-hmm. house together. They, they, they a sure mansion did. Together. Sure did. I also saw them when they uh, first kind of like started off all those years ago. And then I remember the episode when they first got into their mansion size house with uh, Cash Money Mark. You know, he was trying to introduce their new crib and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely got to see them grow. And it literally definitely can encourage other people you know, content creators, cosplayers, anything that you want to be. If you set your mind to it, you can grow and be ever whatever you want to be.
2: Indeed, indeed. And um, uh, I actually, I, I think we saw each other, or uh, we ran into each other in another anime group. I think it was uh black anime nerds, if I'm not mistaken. And then mm-hmm. uh, we end up talking, and you end up being on the show. <clears throat> and you know, especially because the one thing that stood out, because I think you put out the the kind of the cosplay. And I was like, "Yo, who is this man? I got, I got to, I got to find out who this person is, like, cause she's killing it." So, Thank you. So, as a woman, you know how was how was it jumping into the cosplay realm, like when you first started?
3: Um, when I first started as a woman getting into cosplay, um. This is not knocking anybody that does this because, you know, if you cosplay, you cosplay whatever you want to be, whoever you yeah. want to be, however you want to be it. That's cosplay. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lo- a slight pressure in regards of, you know, showing skin, showing cleavage, showing a little bit of, of bump bump in the back, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, just yeah. to get the attention, just to get the um followers just so you can grow Mm -hmm. i did not want to do that a lot of people felt like i should do that but i didn't want to do that and Mm -hmm. not only that i didn't the characters that i am very attached to that makes me want to cosplay are the male anime characters Mm-hmm. and video game characters. Some of them. I ain't gonna lie, you know, I'm a simp. I simp for them, you know. They
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever, mm-hmm. you know.
3: You know. But yep. still though, um, I relate so much to the uh, guy characters and so I just like to gender bend them. I am considered as a gender bend co- a cosplayer, excuse me.
0: Mm-hmm. A
3: gender bend cosplayer. So um, as a woman coming into the cosplay realm um... It was it was definitely that it was definitely a feeling the pressure of having to sexualize a little bit in order to get the the followers to get the attention. And that's not something that I wanted to do. I wanted to kind of mix it up a little bit, you know.
2: Yeah. You want to do your own thing, you know, be. your Yeah. Own
3: person. Yeah. I wanted to be my own person. So, yeah
2: you know a part of me uh, like felt like it was a little switched because I think most cosplayers I do see is a well in the cosplay realm I feel like it's a a female dominated industry
0: Mm -hmm. and
2: that's something that you guys really flourish in and I was like and I, I it's it's a very small window just from my personal experience of like male cosplayers like making it versus female cosplayers making it and mm-hmm. some of it is like how you describe it. You know, they, they kind of went, they didn't go totally over the fence, but they kind of like got to the point where like, okay, I got the followers now, now I can dial it back and do what I really want to do. That yeah. kind of thing versus uh-huh. doing it from the jump street. So, um, that did, it did you get any kind of negativity like when you first started, you know, I, I, as a woman and also as a person of color?
3: I did. I did. I wow. s- still get that i get called n-word character this negro character that and i'm just like you know why can't i just be this character without attaching a whole race to it you know what i mean right um i was told that you know with especially with the akira there was one person that was like um you know, I looked like a man, you know, even though Kaneda is a whole guy, but you know, just obviously yeah. I'm a female. Um, so I definitely did get that a lot as far as showing a little bit more skin. Um, you know, a woman that's cosplaying is this character that's a guy, you don't look right. But along with some of the negativity, I got a whole lot of positivity as well. So Mm -hmm. I did not let that discourage me at all. Um, At this point, especially by being a woman of color in the cosplay community, you know, it sucks. It's like racism is never going to go anywhere. But this is something that we have to go through. But so I try to stay positive. I don't
2: let it knock me down at all. No, as you shouldn't. You know, you shouldn't let it knock you down. I mean, usually the people that critique cosplays are people that don't cosplay at all.
0: Yes. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's
2: like hold up now. You don't have the stones to even cosplay. Like how are you critiquing someone else on their job. It it, it kind of like um like some there's like certain wrestling fans, because I'm a pro wrestling like, you know, fanatic. Mm -hmm. But there are some fans that like get in the business so much that they think that they're in the know. And then when they critique certain matches or critique certain performers, it's like, it's cringy to see because it's like, wait a minute, you're not even in the ring. You're not even like trying to get in the ring and train to be a professional wrestler. And I feel the same way for some of these individuals that have such negative comments about a cosplayer and they don't You know, they're not brave enough to actually, you know, cosplay or know what to do.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that comes from a place of them feeling insecure with themselves because I'm not saying like they don't want to cosplay because they don't want to cosplay. No, for people who feels like if you're going to cosplay a character, it got to look like this. It has to look exactly like them. It has to be exactly like this down to the T. I feel like those are people that just don't know how to have fun and probably don't know, probably don't love themselves. So for people to have this all type of critique of how a character is supposed to look is just beyond me. And basically with anybody, whether it's a character or not, so,
2: yeah, that's wild. That, that's wild. But so, but th- it's good that the positivity outweighs the negativity because I do know some people that just stop cosplaying altogether because of that. and yeah. like, and, I, and when I say them in killing the game, they've been killing the game like to the point where uh, if they go to a convention, that they get fans just come to them the minute they walk through the door. Like, yeah, but the the trolls on the internet. Ashley just got into their head, and to the point where it's not—it's no longer enjoyable to yeah. Ashley cosplay. And I'm glad that you have that resilience to say, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing because that—that that what makes me happy."
3: absolutely um a friend of mine i have a very small community of cosplayer friends who we're in a group and we uplift each other daily and mm-hmm. there was a moment that i had um I want to say towards the end of last year, there was a moment that I had where I felt like, you know, maybe I should just give this a break or something. You know, everyone is saying this, saying that. And they had to tell me, you know, you have to remind yourself, why did you decide to pick up this hobby? Cosplay is literally my safe space. That is my positivity zone, my positive zone. No one can come and mess that up. It makes me happy. It makes me feel good where I can get into this character that makes me feel really happy, get into that character that I have a really big connection with. And the amount of work that I put into my cosplays is the amount of love that I have for my safe space. So, um, yeah, it gets really hard sometimes with the trolls
0: online.
3: But, you know, you just got to remind yourself why you're doing it. And I'm doing it because I love it
2: exactly exactly it's like you know eventually they're not gonna be making the ends <laughs> You know, right. you know like, like you're the one who will be making the ends and you know they go i mean they probably you know just sitting in the basement you know yeah sitting
3: in the basement sitting in the basement
2: <laughs> not washing you know it's you know it's, it's all the same so i know you are an anime head obviously and to for the fact that you look at Akira and you was inspired to do the kind of the cosplay, among others, among other cosplays, what was your gateway into anime? What was your first experience with it?
3: Oh, we. So it's a long story, but I'm gonna cut it very, very short.
2: And hey man, take your time. This is your show. <laughs> <laughs> this is your show.
3: Um. So. Apparently, and I didn't know this until a few years ago when I did first decide to get into cosplay. Apparently, I've been watching anime since I was three, four. Wow. Um, mainly Sailor Moon. My mom okay. got me into Sailor Moon. I will only watch Sailor Moon or Disney princess movies all the time. Okay. Um, okay. And then my uncles, as I got older, I want to say around eight, my uncles introduced me to Dragon Ball Z. And at that time, you know, I'm thinking this is just cartoons. It wasn't, anime wasn't huge in the West yet. There was anime over here, but it was not, you know, big as it is now. And I didn't realize what anime was when I was 12 years old. I remember Mm. one night I was, I woke up in the middle of the night and, you know, I heard the second ending of Inuyasha, woke up in the middle of the night. (laughs) You got caught by Inuyasha. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I was like, what is this? Who is this nice guy with the white, long, furry hair, flowing hair with the white fur? Who is this guy? And so I was just like, oh, that looks really cool. And then I realized it was going off. And then another episode came on right after that, and I was hooked. So uh, I remember this episode verbatim, the name of the episode was uh, The Soul Piper and the Mischievous Little Soul that -hmm. was during season one um, of Inuyasha and I remember like being so freaking mind blown about this quote unquote cartoon as I called it back in the day
1: Mm
3: -hmm. I went to school that morning, tired as hell because I did not go to sleep, Inuyasha came on at like 3 in the morning Um, went to school. I told my friends about this cool cartoon called Inuyasha, as I would pronounce it back then. (laughs) And (laughs) she was like, you mean Inuyasha? I was like, yeah, the guy with the white hair with the red outfit on, right? She was like, yeah, that's an anime. And Uh behold, behold.
0: You
4: got it.
3: She got me on an anime. She showed me other stuff. And I was hooked ever since.
0: Mm,
2: yeah mm-hmm. so I, I found it hilarious that you got caught by the inayasha <laughs> <laughs> ending that's, that's such a running <laughs> joke in the anime community is like yeah three o'clock in the morning you wake up you, you hit
3: but da-da-da-da-da. it's so true <laughs> but it's so true though and you know what i love so much about that i'm uh-huh. not we're not the only ones that experienced that i wasn't the only one that experienced that Right. Other people did as well. And I think that is just what literally can bring the intimate community together is our same experiences. Yes. So I thought that was so cool. It's a it's a huge joke, but it's so true. I promise you.
2: (laughs) It's very true. Like it's now, unfortunately, I I missed that boat like when it came to the Inayasha ending part. Mm -hmm. But I do remember waking up to it though. But Inayasha wasn't my first experience. But I, I do understand why that caught your attention. Because anime animation is so different from American yeah, anime. extremely. And like, it's it's more fluid. And it, it's something about it that's edgy, even though the anime may not be edgy, depending mm-hmm. on what it is. But it just grabs your attention. And, um, and I was the same way. But I caught, like, older anime. So I, I was around... Before streaming services, and you know, I didn't have like cable or anything like that. And when I did have cable, you know, I caught those random anime movies that used to come on Sunday mornings, like early Sunday mornings on Sci Fi Channel. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And I was like, "Oh, this ain't regular cartoons, but I'll dig it." (laughs) And again, that's before I knew what anime was. And then I'm, you know, I'm a very inquisitive kid, so I'm gonna research this and like, what is this? And then. I got the term Japanimation, and I, lo- I love that was like my favorite word. I just love saying it, <laughs> and then like as a kid, I'm like hey, I'm watching Japanimation. You know, Japanimation that's, what I that's a and, new one. I'm
3: gonna start saying
2: that. Yep, Japanimation because that's a <laughs> that's a very early term like for anime, and um, then of course you know Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball was on UPN, and they, they canceled it. And then Ronin Warriors or Samurai Troopers, depending on how you gonna how you describe it. And then Tenchi Muyo, like, I saw a Tenchi Muyo movie before the series. And I was like, oh, man, wow. I'm like, what is this? It was Tenchi Muyo in Love. That's what it was. And that was also on Sci Fi Channel. It, You know, just going through all those emotions and then, oh, then here comes Toonami. Mm.
0: And,
2: and then pff, you, know, you just throw the rest away. You know, right? I, <laughs> I was looking at American cartoons like with disgust. It's like if you're a Target person and you just walk in Walmart and you disgust it. Yeah, that's that's how I was. I was very bougie with my with my animation.
3: <laughs> I don't blame you. You want to know what's funny though? I have not seen Tinchi Muyo. I've I've never seen it, and I think it's because I I don't know. I get sidetracked. It's definitely on my list, amongst with many others. Okay. But I haven't. I have not. That's one classic I did not get a chance to watch.
2: Okay. So, I'm going to give you the formula on Tenchi Muyo. Okay. All right. So, okay, there is the Tenchi Muyo OVA,
0: um,
2: which is, I think, it's like maybe six, seven episodes or so. And then, like when Toonami came out, you got Tenchi Muyo, right? And you only got those like six, seven episodes because that was it. That was all. Mm -hmm. And then you had Tenchi Universe, which is a complete story from start to finish. Tenshi in Tokyo, do not watch that crap. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do it to yourself. That is just it's just not right. <laughs> it's just not it's not right. Um, there's a spinoff like uh I think it's Tenshi Muyo GXP. It's about a Galaxy Police. That is that's a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Um it was okay. It, it, you know, it was it was okay for what it was. It it's damn sure better than Tenshi in Tokyo. I'll tell you that. Just don't don't torture yourself with that one. So, <laughs> so, with the Tenshi Muyo OVA, they actually created a continuation of that with Tenchimuyo Muyo which basically picks up where the OVA actually leaves off. Now, you already know the news. You know, Crunchyroll bought Funimation. Yeah. So, you can actually watch it, watch it all. So, um, I'm going to have to go into my archives and, and show you some things. Now, Tenshi Muyo in Love... Uh, That's a good movie. Um, I would say probably that's the only movie you can watch because you know how anime movies are. They kind of like what if scenarios but considering how random Tenchi Muyo is, you can easily put that in the series. So Tenchi Muyo in Love, I would say check that out because that's set in the Tenchi Universe saga. um, I think you would enjoy it. I think you would really enjoy it. It's you know, Tinchy's a kid, you know, alien space pirates, you know, demons. Yeah. Uh, aliens, queens. Like
3: my type of anime, yeah.
2: Yep. Galaxy police. All have one thing in common. They all love Tinchy.
3: Ooh. Yeah. It, so so it's not like a is it like a harem or something?
2: Y- yeah. And yeah. no. It it so it it really Tenchi's a very shy dude. He's not a perverted type of cat. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you, you have a character like as boisterous as, as Ryoko. You know, she's mm-hmm. like first waifu. Like she, she's she's it. You know, she was like my first anime crush. Because Ryoko is very brash and cocky. And she's like, she's honestly a fan favorite. And she's like everybody's favorite for somebody for Tenchi to to be with forever versus the princess she just flaunts herself naked in front of tenchi sometimes just to see his reaction <laughs> and and tenchi yeah. just explodes right he just turns red in the face he passes out he he does all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff and ryoko fights with the princess Ayaka over tenchi and they like tugs at him and it, it, it's so hilarious but it do have serious moments in it too
3: Okay. Oh, this is uh, that sounds really, really good. I'm gonna have to watch that. Bump Man, it up a little bit higher on my list.
2: Matter of fact, after the show, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna see you the tsunami, uh, trailer for Tenchi. I'm
3: gonna
1: Ooh, take it way back. I'm gonna see you yes. the tsunami
2: trailer. <laughs> you remember that deep voice narration?
3: <laughs> I do the nostalgia. Oh my gosh,
2: that gets you get you geared up. It. And and Mios thirty eight said he got to get on tension. Man, I
3: thought
2: I thought Mios was on uh, tension too, but I'm gonna send that to both of y'all. I'm gonna send that to both of y'all. Cool, I'm for it. So, so basically Sailor Moon was your first anime, but you didn't know it was anime
3: right I didn't know it was anime I just thought it was cartoon and to be fair I think you know a lot of people didn't know Dragon Ball Z in the 90s early 2000s knew it was anime they thought Uh it was cartoons too if we're gonna be precise as far as what was my first visual anime knowing it was anime I gotta give it to Inuyasha that was my that's my baby I still talk about Inuyasha today
2: (laughs) you you and my editor for the magazine Brittany, y'all would just be the best of friends, cause she absolutely, positively adores Inuyasha.
3: I do too. Like oh, it's just something so freaking. It's it's the timing. It's the era. It's the way the animation is is made itself. Mm-hmm. It's it's the the characters it's the action it's the the fuck boy shit any I should do like, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's just it's just so oh, oh my gosh it's so amazing only if you can see my facial expression now that is literally my child
2: so who's your favorite character on any I I was I, I could take a guess
3: oh go ahead I I bet you won't get it I bet
2: okay so I say just by that principle alone my first guess gonna be wrong anyway. Cause you say you bet, I bet you won't get it. I, I was gonna say I was gonna say Seshamaru, but I was gonna say that. But I was like, mm, maybe not. Yeah, I know it's not any Yasha because you <laughs> you call him a fuck boy. <laughs> so, I mean,
3: yeah, he is, but you know, I still love him. It's still our love,
2: though. Hmm. Hmm. So okay, that was my only guess I had was Seshamaru. Right, that was my only guess. So who's your favorite?
3: Bunkotsu. Really? Yes, he is so fine. Oh my god!
2: Wow! Wow! He is so fine. Wow! You went down.
3: Okay. 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 (laughs) Toxic (laughs) as it sounds, (laughs) Bonkotsu is mm, just—he does it for me.
2: Wow. Wow. Okay, you you went over there. Okay.
0: I got you. I got you.
2: I am
3: sorry.
0: Wow.
2: Wow. Kossu. No, but like,
3: okay. besides him, it is Koga. Koga would be next. However, Bankotsu is my favorite character in Inuyasha
2: And Mio's like, really? Him? Yeah. <laughs> yep.
3: Yep. I would defend him. That was my first husband husband though, too.
2: Wow. Okay. He was okay. my
3: first husband, though, too. Yep.
2: Get yep. out of town. So, any y'all should.
3: You're
2: going to stand beside him. You're going to stand by your aside.
3: man. I'm going to stand beside my man. Okay. Mm-hmm. All
2: right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. And uh, Friday kind of guy says, Ice Climber is uh, his favorite cosplay to do. The warmest of all cosplays.
3: <laughs> what did he say?
2: Ice Climber is his favorite uh-huh. cosplay to do. oh uh, cool and uh he's an inuyasha toxic relationships for the win (laughs)
3: yes (laughs) if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about it i mean Mm -hmm. Maroku and songo's relationship was toxic inuyasha now that Uh. i am older i can see you know Mm -hmm. an experience Because I'm older and experienced now. But when I was younger, I didn't see nothing wrong with Inuyasha. I thought he was just, you know, oh, he just don't know which one he want. Now that I'm older and wiser and experienced now, no. He's toxic. And blah, 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 blah. (laughs) (laughs) But,
2: yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of toxicity. I mean, honestly, there's a lot of toxic relationships in there. Now, if you you take dad and you go to Yu Yu Hakusho, Yusuke... And you know, but and Keiko's relationship was was somewhat toxic, but Keiko mm-hmm. seemed like she can just hold her own. Like she Absolutely. knows she knows her use case going, she knows she's gonna fight demons, but you know what? Mm-hmm. I'ma take my ass over here to the dark tournament amongst these demons and watch my dude beat the shit out of these demons.
3: Absolutely. Hey. She's a baddie. She yeah. is a true baddie, she's a true rider die because you know, she knows how use is, you know. Like, you know, he has this, he has a mouth. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. I love it. But, you know, she doesn't let that get to her at mm-hmm. all. She was just like, okay, well, at the end of the day, you still going to do what I say type of attitude. You uh-huh. know, he doesn't play about her. I can tell that. i He loves her, cares about her. And, you know, she going to support her man, too. She's not scared of anything because she knows, you know, Yusuke is right there. So I love her. I really do love
0: her. Yeah,
2: she yeah she's uh she holds her own, and you scared no not to cross her neither. Mm-hmm. Like you never notice like when he says stuff like some snarky, it's kind of like at a distance when he says it, and he says yes. it before running
0: off. <laughs> 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 he was
2: like, "Nah, you ain't about to you ain't about to smack me." It's like he told her, "Like, look, I'm gonna go away for a minute because I think he was gone for like what a year or,
0: or yeah. two or something like that."
3: Yeah.
2: And then he came back and, and uh, and find Keiko, and then, like, you know, just walk off into the sunset and all the other stuff. But you know, it is what it is now. Currently, what anime are you going? Are you, are you looking into now?
3: Currently, I am at One Piece. I was that person, I was that person that was like, I would never watch One Piece. One Piece is so long. Oh uh-huh. my goodness, this animation is, is kind of weird, but I've been delivered. I am mm. here to tell you today oh, that I right. am a person. <laughs> I got delivered, and I am watching the show. <laughs> oh.
2: so, it, so you it's watched so from good. episode one. What episode are you on right now?
3: I am at the end of the Water 7 arc.
2: Oh, okay. okay.
3: I am at the end of the Water 7 arc, so I'm not officially caught up however i am catching up and
2: Mm -hmm.
3: so good it's so addictive okay and yeah like i said one piece for the win man i cannot believe i really did not give this show a chance
2: but now you've been delivered.
3: Right, been okay. Delivered. I, I I will
2: say this. You got time to catch up now because One Piece is suspended indefinitely because I think some hacking situations going on. Mm-hmm. And uh unless something changed in the past 24, 48 hours or so of getting that news I, you know, that I heard, uh, mm-hmm. there won't be any new episodes like for a minute. So you got a time you got time to really catch up and You got to go through some things. You know, you got to go through, you know, Cape Island. You got to go through Wano. Wano's it's currently on right now. Okay. uh, So what's your favorite story so far? Because I know you're on Water 7. But what's been the one that's been kind of like, what was your turning point? Water 7 was my turning
3: point. Water 7. I will say that the Albasta arc, it was so long. Oh my goodness. It was so long, but I think it was because it was still introducing characters such as Chopper. They had to show Chopper and then I think uh, they had to show Robin because remember she was Wednesday. Not to give away too many spoilers, y'all, but you know, she was originally Wednesday and then Robin became a pawn board. And then you know, that thing where they showed Ace. Um, even though Albasta Arc was so long, it was so worth to get through. Because um, after that, I think it was the Sky Island arc. It was good. I can tell that it was starting to do a, a shift.
0: You're right.
3: But when I got to Water Seven, uh, mm. oh my God. It is a whole new show. It's literally a whole new show. It's so shit, good. She
2: got real, man. Shit got real now. You haven't it went to. You haven't gone to Ennis Lobby. You know, uh, post Ennis Lobby. Uh, I think Ennis Lobby is going to get you. I, I think it's going to get you.
3: You think so? Because I've already yeah. cried like on one particular scene in 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 Water oh, you Seven. You can spoil it
2: because if somebody ain't seen One Piece by now, it's it's a wrap. It's okay because some people unlike you like some people are not going to go back to episode one and binge watch like that unless they really want to give it a chance so you feel free to spoil it because i think the listeners out here especially friday kind of guy because that's you like he called you a woman of fine culture (laughs) Uh, well
3: thank you thank you
2: (laughs) so but yeah go ahead
3: Okay, so the episode that kind of got me teared up, I did cry a little bit on, was when Luffy and Usopp was fighting about the Mary. Oh, my gosh. I was like, guys, stop fighting. And Mm -hmm. And then, you know, left Usopp there with the Mary. And I was like, no, Luffy, go back and get him. Go back and get him. Be friends. Make up. (laughs) <laughs> but you know, I'm sure they're all gonna make up and be friends. I'm sure it does. it's still ongoing. Mm-hmm. But that was that was a scene I definitely teared up a little bit. A lot of people told me, you know, you haven't seen nothing yet. Wait till you get towards the end of Water Seven. Yes, it, the, the emotions get even more emotional, and I'm like, Lord Jesus, I'm not ready.
2: <laughs> Man, I'm just telling you. <sighs> it just you you barely scratching the surface right now, now really wh- yes you are barely scratching the surface man because okay so One Piece how can I say this because I can put my fandom aside versus like reality
0: mm-hmm.
2: so One Piece is not my all time favorite anime however I feel like One Piece has the greatest story building of any anime I have ever seen it's wow. like the like you when I'm saying like because you're in the 200s right now, you're, you're right in the 200s, but it's so many more characters that you haven't seen yet, and all of them matter. All of them matter in this lobby. A lot of people say in this lobby is their favorite, um, and which is after takes place after like water seven, but you know, Wano is is creeping itself up to be like one of my favorites too. But mm-hmm. man, Hayami, you haven't seen <laughs> anything yet.
3: Oh wow! I'm super excited. I can't wait till I get to that arc. I really cannot wait. Especially the way things are going now into One Piece, I just mm-hmm. know it. It literally deserves the title of one of one of the greatest animes. Of course, there's so many other great animes, but One yes. Piece is definitely top tier. So definitely title deserved.
2: Title deserved, right? And Friday kind of guy says he just looked it up. One Piece has 981 episodes. If you well actually it's over 1000. It's over 1000 mm-hmm. episodes. So, but even still, if it's 981 episodes, if you watch one episode every day, you will be done in like 3 years later. <laughs> <laughs> but you know we are anime watchers. There's no way we're going to watch one episode a day not
3: we, one was, episode a
2: day nah, it's not in our blood it's not in it, it, it we no. just don't have it in us to just say oh i'm gonna just watch this one just one episode at from 10 to ten thirty, and i'm gonna go for the rest of my day four hours later that, that's what's gonna end up
3: happening <laughs> absolutely <laughs> it's barnacles to so just watch one episode a day and not even ah anything. see i see mm-hmm. how you picked
2: up on that uh spongebob okay all right <laughs> <laughs> That's that's crazy. So, One Piece and what what else you've been uh, sinking your teeth into?
3: Ooh, I've been watching One Piece, Ranking of Kings. I've definitely been watching that as well. Uh, definitely cried. Y'all, I promise you I'm not a crybaby. But Ranking of Kings hits home so well, personally for me, because of my personal experiences.
0: Mm-hmm. But,
3: um, yeah, I've been watching that. Um, I'm waiting for my hero to come out. I you know, of course, Demon Slayer just wrapped up on his last episode like two Sundays ago, I believe. Three Sundays yeah, like two, ago. Two,
2: two or three weeks ago, yeah.
3: Yep. So on that, um I decided to not watch and, and don't judge me, because I know how you guys like to tussle.
2: Judgment free. Judgment <laughs>
3: free. <laughs> I did not watch the Attack on Titan season four part two yet. And here's why. Okay. Because I know it's so good and so freaking amazing. I cannot put myself through the emotional uh, turmoil of having to wait wait a week for the episode to come back. I want it to drop all at once. I want it to finish. Mm -hmm. So then I can binge and just go through the emotions
2: okay see together I, i'm with you 100 i'm with you and that's probably why i haven't caught up with attack on titan because i'm not at the recent episode um i purposely didn't start the new the new season that just dropped
1: mm-hmm. because
2: of that fact and i did the same thing with one piece in the Wano art. I caught up only to the point that I was like maybe three episodes behind and then I stopped. I'm like, you know what? Mm Nope. I'm going to wait so I can actually have a day where I can actually binge watch these episodes. So I'm the same way. So I think some people in the anime community are that way uh, when it comes to certain anime. Like I fell off of my hero, actually. So I still got to catch up. (gasps) What? I I, I, Hey, I... so <laughs> no, it crucified me. I fell off. I fell off of my hero. I don't know. Mm-hmm. M- maybe because there was other anime that was out there.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, you know, I was like, oh, okay. So it caught my attention. You know, Ranking of Kings with Boji. I was like, I the animation's weird, but I kind of dig it. Boji's yeah. pretty
3: deep, di- per- Boji's pretty cool yeah for you sure you know you root
2: for this kid you ro- you really root for him
3: mm-hmm. and
2: he doesn't talk or you know he had these words and it's like he got that cutesy element to it i was like all right now i'm watching ranking of kings now mm-hmm. I, I which i haven't caught up and it's another one of those anime i just want to binge watch and just kind of like sit and actually enjoy so you said ranking of kings uh, uh yeah
1: uh
3: ranking of kings what else have i been watching um, I definitely started rewatching some old stuff like Digimon. Um, I didn't know that there was a Digimon 2020 version yep. until one of my favorite voice actors, Zeno Robinson, mentioned that he'll be the voice of Ty. So I went back to try to get back on that to rewatch that. Because as growing up, I was not a Digimon girl, I mm-hmm. was a Pokemon girl. It wasn't that I couldn't get into Digimon, it was just that. I was so obsessed with Pokemon and the cards and watching the TV and I had them all on like VCRs and stuff as growing up. I just, it just didn't hit me hard like Pokemon did. So I never got the chance to sit down and watch it until recently. So, Mm. uh, yeah. Yeah. So you're the
2: game boy playing, card playing anime girl. When,
3: When I tell you Nobody was not going to touch me when it came to playing the Pokemon cards.
2: Mm. Oh, you out here spanking them.
3: Like, the only reason why I I had a whole freaking binder of cards, even if they were, like, the same cards, I definitely had a collection. And my dad helped me with that collection. And Mm. he was like, hey, do not lose these because one day these will be valuable. Do not lose these. My cards actually got stolen the binder I was in the fourth, yep i was in the 4th grade and i brought my binder to school because me and some kids like they i thought they were my friends or whatever they were so cool and fascinated with my collection and they were but it was this one guy he wasn't like a friend of mine or whatever but i think i left it on the bus by accident and he took it. My friends told me he took it. My mom and my dad came up to the school that day. That was like, "Hey, that kid needs to return her stuff," because he also took my Pokemon Silver as well.
2: Oh no! Yep. Okay.
3: Yep. Um. Yeah, and it's gone. And I'm pretty sure he still got my cards, and he probably is like a millionaire or something right now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you didn't. So, so you didn't yoke him out at school. So you didn't choke him out.
3: Oh, I definitely, on the bus, we definitely had an altercation where okay. I did get suspended off the bus. But, you know, it was my baby. It was my Pokemon cards. And you took my Pokemon silver? Mm-mm.
2: Right. See, it's the principal, man. It's principalities. And it's like, yo, where you at on my Pokemon cards, homie? Because I know you got them. Right. No, I ain't got them. I ain't got them. shouldn't left them on the bus. Oh, that's the wrong thing to say, my guy. That's the wrong <laughs> thing to say. You're going to wake up <laughs> off the bus. And you're gonna wonder how it happened.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Not wake up off the bus. <laughs>
2: like you just woke up, like, no, nah, your friends carried you off the bus. Now you in front, of, now you're in front of your mama's house. That's that's where you're at.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, that's what happened. But I was a huge Pokemon girl. Huge.
2: And I'm and I'm, you know what, man, if I was your dad, I'd be like, listen, baby, beat his ass today. I don't care if he gets his <laughs> Beat beat the shit out of him. And I I take you to go get ice cream. How about that? I'll
0: take, I take you. You can be out
2: for a couple of days. I will tell your mama later. I will tell your mama later. But just 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 whoop. Just beat the shit out of him. Teach him don't steal from you ever again. He probably won't give you your cars back. I have. I'm gonna tell you that. But <laughs> you know, just 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 beat his ass. And then you know, if if he give you a funny look, wait till you out of school. Beat his ass again until he give you the cars. <laughs> like, yeah. Yo shake them up shake down
3: Do a shake I down. was a very small and fragile girl so uh, uh, I got. but it. you know what my dad probably still would have encouraged me to and even though like I said even though I was a small fragile girl like I said there was still an altercation on the bus
1: because
3: mm-hmm. you know Pokemon meant so much to me I didn't care how small and how big you were I was gonna throw my punch exactly, and see what man. happened
2: <laughs> L or not you gonna know who I am and Mios is, is like having flashbacks. It's like, ah, yes, good old bus fights.
3: <laughs> I <laughs> see. Takes, that
2: takes me back.
3: It's not like yeah. a good old
2: bus fight, man. A school bus fight, man. You, you, you got to have at least one in your life.
0: <laughs> at least Yeah, that was one.
3: that was my only one. And you know what? I feel that was a a, a reasonable bus fight. Yeah. You know, it, definitely. Yeah, that,
2: that, that's <laughs> definitely grounds for an ass whooping. That that definitely grounds for that. For sure. uh, So, like, Digimon, uh, because Friday, Friday of guy says it was done dirty when it comes to marketing. I I do say that for Pokemon, it just cornered the market. It just, it just did that. Yu-Gi-Oh! carved its own way with the card
1: player. sure did.
2: And, but Digimon, it was definitely more edgy. I'll definitely give Digimon a nod as far as edginess and the cool factor. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So, um, and male said, my sister and I used to go straight Android seventeen or and eighteen on anybody who wanted smoke.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I should have had job when I was in the fourth grade. Where were you guys?
2: Hey, we would have been your <laughs> hired guns for a show it was like, oh, <laughs> he stole your Pokemon cards Don't worry about it. His head gonna get dumped <laughs> in the toilet every day until he gives gives up the cards. That's don't worry about it, don't worry about it. It might take a few days <laughs> <laughs> We're going to straight harass him. And then if we don't get to him, our people will get to him And he in class. He's going to get harassed every day. His parents won't be able to help him. They can complain, but they'll never know.
3: Period. All for the Pokemon cards.
2: You're going to give him Pokemon cards, boy. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so you caught up on Digimon. And um, so I, I'm going to hook you up with some you're talking old anime, right? I'm going to hook you up with some like some old anime.
3: I bet you have ja- seen some already.
2: Japanimation anime.
3: Japanimation.
2: Japanimation. So, okay, so there's Demon City Shinjuku.
3: I've heard of that. Yeah. I heard of that. One of my friends from college actually got me into that. Uh I did not finish it. I remember watching I think two episodes or was it a movie? I don't remember. But it's I know I had to turn it off. Yeah, I remember I had to turn it off because I had a paper to write.
2: Okay, yeah, it would have definitely caught you. It would definitely caught you. Yeah,
0: uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Macross Plus. Okay. I, okay, so you never seen Macross Plus? Uh, uh-uh,
4: I have not.
2: Okay, so Macross Plus. That, that. Okay, so Macross Plus is a, another one. Demon City Shinjuku. Now, this this is my first time seeing this anime, and I wrote about it for the next month's issue for for uh, Orange Trees Magazine. It's called mm-hmm. Goku Midnight Eye. And it's, it's not Dragon Ball by any stretch of the imagination. But it's those 80s anime that is so fluid and no CGI mm. that it's like oh man. Because, you know, when you look at the late 80s, early 90s, it was very, very graphic.
3: Absolutely.
2: And it was, it was pop in your face and it wasn't for the weak at heart. It just mm-hmm. wasn't. So, Macross Plus is uh, for sure. You can actually find those on Amazon Prime. So, so they actually split Macross and OVAs. Um, but it it has the cinematic genius of Akira.
3: Really?
2: Yeah, cinematic genius of, of Akira. Now, of course, you know Akira always going to stand the test of time. It, it's just mm-hmm. always going to be that. But if I have to go back on movies that that really shaped my love for anime. It would definitely be Macross Plus, and I found that at a convention, and I snatched that thing up so fast. Because, <laughs> but yeah, go ahead and watch those because you don't seem squeamish.
3: No, not at all.
2: Yeah, Macross is not for you know, Macross is not squeamish. It's, it's actually more of a mecha type, but like Demon City, Shinjuku, uh, Goku, Midnight Eye. And there's another anime I cannot remember. And it's actually, from what I heard, it's a prequel to Demon City Shinjuku. And ugh, yeah, that one. <laughs> that
3: that one. <laughs> one.
2: That one. would will be like, yo, they, they really go there? Yeah, they went there. They went there.
3: I mean, if... <sighs> I wouldn't be surprised if they go there, like you said. We're talking about the '80s, '90s anime that definitely does not hold back. Uh, I've seen Ninja Scroll, mm. so if it's anything like Ninja Scroll, definitely with the graphics. If it's anything like, um, what's a old oh, one that's definitely in your face? Um, Akira was a little bit graphic as far as with uh, Tetsuo with his scene. When uh, he was morphing into something, that was definitely, ugh, definitely a lot. Uh, I'm pretty sure I can handle it. I seen what is it? Which blade?
2: Yeah, which blade? So
3: you know that's definitely all in your face. So <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: Wicked City. That's the name, Wicked City.
3: Wicked City. Okay.
2: Yeah, Wicked City. Oh boy, <laughs> oh boy. I'll just pull it to you like this. I think this is uh I think he's a private investigator or something. He's a, some type of an investigator. And mm-hmm. demons are constantly trying to sleep with him because mm-hmm. his blood actually can it can I want to say cause armageddon but it can it can do something to help demons. And so I mean he has he has a hard time saying no. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> to to a woman and you you see that I'm like I can count I don't know how many times this man almost got caught up. Oh, he's been seduced. He's been seduced and I I don't want to say too much but when you see that first scene like when he just with the you know with the woman and what she does and he was like, "Oh, yeah. This shaped the rest of this movie."
3: Is it on some devil man cry babies type of stuff?
2: Um, like, okay, it's not as traumatizing as that.
3: Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: I would never watch that anime ever again.
0: <laughs> okay. I, what
2: I forgot what episode that was on? Uh, Devil Man was it seven episode seven or eight? I'm thinking. I think it was seven, where they was parading around with heads. I was like, ah, damn it! I don't. Yeah, <laughs> he just hit me right in the chest. It really did. I was like, dang man, I was looking for them to escape. This is not the way I I wanted this to turn out.
3: Yeah. It got dark pretty well. It's been dark since episode one, but you know, it gets darker when you didn't think it would get any darker. So
2: (laughs) Exactly. And yeah, uh, I think it still is on Netflix, but I never I never watch it again.
3: (laughs) And you know what? It's okay because You know, all you need to watch is just one time. I've only seen it one time. And I'm like, you know, okay, this is an anime that I watched. Mm, I don't think I'll watch it again. It was okay, but I don't think I'll watch it again.
2: It's like Death Note to me because... Wait, hold on.
3: I'll watch Death Note again. Hold on. But
2: see, (laughs) no, I'm not dissing dissing Death Note. But I think the shock and awe that Death Note gave me the first Mm -hmm. time I've seen it, it's gonna be like chasing your first high, and I won't get it the second gotcha. time because I know, yeah, because I know what's gonna happen now. But the first time, I did not know what was gonna happen. It was like twists and turns, and shock, and all. Mm-hmm. It, it was all this stuff going on, a surprise at every corner. But I won't get that the second time around. I might have to wait years later to maybe I don't remember what's gonna happen. I can rewatch it again.
3: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely feel you on that, fan I'm like that. Um, actually, I just take the back. I just lied, uh, because I watch Inyasha like thirty times.
0: Oh, of course, uh, I know you did. Yeah, I even <laughs> had to ask you that.
3: <laughs> so, uh, I can relate to you when it comes to that on certain anime. Mm-hmm. But yeah, most definitely.
2: <laughs> yeah, the, the shocking all that is gone. But now, mm-hmm. what about gaming? Like, are you doing some gaming?
3: Um, so, I recently bought Elden Rings.
2: Oh, did you I now? I
3: think, I think that was the biggest mistake in my entire existence. <laughs> um, and you know what? I wasted my money on per not on purpose, but I don't even like Dark Souls. I've raged on Dark Souls. I raged on okay. Dark Souls 2 and said, if this game, I'm never playing this series again. Behold, they came out with Elden Rings and people were talking about it. And you know, they was like, it's so good. It's so difficult, but it's so good. And then, you know, I saw some of my favorite YouTube uh, gaming creators, like Corey Kenshin, they were playing it. He was playing it, RDC World was playing it. And I was like, okay, this doesn't look bad you know, Uh after seeing how they're doing it or whatever. I get the freaking game and I'm like, you know what? You know what? I'm not going to break my new controller. I just got a new PS5 controller. You you, you died in the Um, first five
2: minutes and you are like, oh shit.
3: Yep. (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) It wasn't giving like I thought it was going to you know what? Yes, it did. I knew it was gonna be difficult, but I didn't think it was gonna be that difficult. I felt like a freaking loser. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was like, "Oh my god, I cannot believe I'm dying like this." And then there were certain parts where I was a little lost, and I was like, "You know what? If this, if this crap, I'm done. I'm done." So,
2: so do you have it on PlayStation? Yes. Okay, PlayStation 4 or 5? Well, it don't matter.
3: 5
2: I have another 5. Oh, look at you with the 5. Like, you get your yeah. hands on a PlayStation 5. No.
3: Okay, okay. You know. Okay,
2: so I'm oh, <laughs> so i going to tell you this. Um, I played Dark Souls 2. That is the only Dark Souls game I ever played. Never beaten it, but mm-hmm. I actually got pretty far in it. And I think something else caught my attention. I just ended up getting off of Dark Souls. It wasn't because of the difficulty, because I know I died a few times. Mm Um, and I, and I bought Sekiro, uh, I think Shadows Dies Twice. I think that's the the other little title to it. And I played it, enjoyed it. It was difficult. Yeah. Um, here comes Elden Ring, right? (laughs) So I got Elden Ring and I will tell you Elden Ring is not as difficult as Dark Souls and damn sure not as difficult as Sekiro, but it took all the little, nuances that make you want to break and control it in the previous games and yeah. they and they tweet it to the point where it's still challenging but at the same time you can still enjoy it but the thing is if you die in the game you know how you do that little you turn older it was something that dark souls did where you lost when you die you become like a demon it was something kind of crazy but Elden Ring don't give you that. You lose your runes, but if you go to the same spot that you died in, you can get your runes back, you know, and and press on. But it was growing pains for me. I I, (laughs) I will say that. Um, Luckily for me, the first five minutes where you die against that boss, you are supposed to die. And you can still beat it. I think there's a way to actually beat it, and if you do beat it, um, you get like a special item that can help you throughout the game. But they are... I, what class are you?
1: Um, let me go
3: back. When I tell you I delete... When I tell you that fucking game was something else.
2: I, I'm going to get you back to redownloading again. You'll be like... So if you get close to it, you know, getting in your stride, you would be like, man, this game is actually pretty damn enjoyable.
3: <sighs> I'm going to take your word on it. Mhm. Oh, take your word on it. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, <PTSD. laughs> I
3: forgot. I
2: flashbacks. I forgot. what um, in the old like you know like certain military movies, like when they like go to like the jungle and stuff like that, they start playing that rock music. Like
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that, that.
2: That's what that was going on in my mind right now when you having them flashbacks of Elden Ring.
3: Man, I just think, I just think any, you know, of course, Elden Ring, but just like all of just Dark Souls, all of mm-hmm. it as a whole drives me insane. Um, it's not because I don't know what I'm doing, I know what I'm doing, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, it's a little bit challenging, but you know, mommy raised no, no weakling. There you, you go. No. I'ma get back up and I'ma try again. But mm-hmm. there is so many times I'm gonna try though. Yeah. I'ma just, you know what, I'll be back. And then sometimes just never come back.
2: So I got addicted to it, right? So I've been playing it for like hours on end. And then once I beat a boss, like for the day, I'm like, I'm good. There's this dragon that's in the swamp. It it doesn't kill me. I can kill it easily. But it's the it's the cinematography or the cinematic on when it comes down and shoots flame, I'm like, man, this is so gorgeous. I don't want to kill you right now. I'm going to go fight somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because the music, the music catch me, and the flames, like, I, I love dragons. So I was like, just seeing it, like, in action, you know, it almost made me wish it was an ally versus an enemy. And then I just mm-hmm. go somewhere else. But I will tell you, you can level, you can, when you go into Limgrave, like, out in the open for the first time,
0: hmm
2: don't fight the tree sentinel that's a that's a trap don't do that um because you will get smoked real quick because that that one does not fuck around but if you are an astrologer um like the magic user with the wand yeah you can, you can like hit stuff from a distance or whatever the case may be but there are places early in the game like there's nothing that's locked out that you can't get early to come back and wax these fools. Like shields, Mm. snails, swords. You can level up with your rune count. That way, you know, you make sure uh, if you, you know, depending on what your class is, you know, you can... I think I was
3: warrior if I'm not mistaken.
2: Oh, okay. So you up close. So you're definitely going to need a shield, a, Mm -hmm. a good shield. And there's an ash that actually amplifies your shield where... You take little to no damage when you hold it up. Mm-hmm. So there's man, there's so much gems that's out there in the world of Elden Ring that just helps you out. There's a mimic, no, there's an ash called mimic that it's it's like a double of you, like on Dragon yeah. Ball, like when you do know the, the uh, you know the the triforce, not to say triforce, but <laughs> the, you know the multi person technique. Basically, yeah. there's one where you can double yourself and it does the fighting for you. While you might, you know, need to heal or whatever, there's a
1: oh, a, gotcha.
2: Yeah, there's a there's a black knife, um, ash where it's an assassin, but it's mm-hmm. very elusive, and it fights for you too. Um, and of course, you know you can have people help you fight bosses and stuff like that. So that's why I asked where well, you're on PlayStation because we probably able to link, and then you know you can I can follow you and help you do some stuff cool. because I'm still living. I'm still leveling it up myself. That's the good. That's the thing. That's that cushion that Elden Ring gives you. Mm-hmm. You can put down like this gold thing and or fur calling. Have three pe- two people help you fight a boss, and you know you can go over there. Like Margaret, the Fallen Omen. I'm gonna tell you right now. Do not go fight him right now. <laughs> don't don't do that because no, in my
3: ass, I'll end up over there.
2: <laughs> if you. So, if when you get your horse, because I'm I'm pretty sure you got your horse already, right? I did.
3: Yeah, I did.
2: Okay. So when you first that place where you first got your horse, did you cut a right where the giant jumped down from the uh, top? Yes. Okay. If you you can like plow through that, you never got to fight nobody. If you go through that and follow that path, and you go into this other castle, and you see that save point on the left side of the wall. And you mm-hmm. see that gold warp zone area, do not go through that. That's market. Market is is over there. Okay. Yeah, he got he throws like these gold daggers at you. And when he gets down to a certain level, phase 2, he gets his golden hammer and he starts swinging like a mofo. And,
0: and,
1: oh, and if damn. you're close,
2: yeah, if you're close to him, he's going to he's going to make you pay. But you can get help with that. You can get two other people to help you and then they can like okay. wax wax them for you and you get the runes.
3: Okay. So you're encouraging me. I like that. Mm-hmm. I am going to start from the beginning. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Choose your class wisely.
3: Yes. <laughs> so I definitely will probably hop back on that Elden Ring for sure. And yeah. um yeah. Mama ain't raised no weekly. We're gonna yeah, try it again.
2: You got it. <laughs> you got it. You you got this, man. I mean, do you have other friends that play Elden Ring or 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 dare to touch it?
3: Yeah, I have a lot of especially guy friends. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to them yesterday. They were uh we we're in this group chat and they were all on on Elden Rings. And matter of fact, when they first when it first came out and when they got it, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna try that. They was like, mm, I think you should sit this one out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like first of all I can play it it's not that bad it's not bad she was, they were like uh, didn't you play Dark Souls and I was like mm, yeah but mm-hmm. like, yeah, sit this one down and I was like I'm gonna play it but yeah they play it they love it they definitely we all still talk about it as a group Uh, but you know they are a lot stronger than I they definitely still continue to go through
2: exactly they push they push through see those are the type of people that can help you go through these bosses and take you to certain areas where um special items are um even though if you look at the map and it's blacked out that doesn't mean you can't access it. it's just that you haven't found the map for that area yet which is usually at the border when you cross Mm -hmm. over it's kind of like in one of those tiles where you can find the map for but you know i'm i'm in all over the place i went to a magic academy i got jumped by two magicians okay <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I beat the tree sentinel finally oh speaking of which there's a way to beat the tree sentinel solo
3: you said it does what
2: there's a way to beat the tree sentinel solo really yep without taking damage without taking damage and without fighting them up close too so Along the way, you kill these various soldiers or whatever. You can actually farm that, and you can get arrows and all this stuff and a crossbow. Mm
0: Hmm.
2: So you got all that right. So from there, you make sure you get as much arrows, like the powerful arrows that go to your crossbow, as you possibly can, like max out on that joint. Okay. So you can on your horseback, you can actually pop him. You can probably maybe hit him two times.
0: Mm -hmm. Now.
2: He only goes a certain distance before he turns back around to go on his original route up and down the uh, trail. So if you pop him and run back on top of the hill where that guy is at,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you can see him like come up to you <clears throat> and like pull his shield up, and then when he put off the shield, you can like still pop him. It's rare though that he comes up that hill, but if you see him like trotting up the hill, like coming after you, then you know you, you haul ass, and then he'll turn around <laughs> and respawn in that uh-huh. same spot like patrolling so his health stays the same so mm. no matter so the damage that you do to him it stays there because you didn't go to a campsite yet so you can just keep popping him and running pop him and running and popping them and running and then eventually he's gone
3: oh wow mm-hmm. you are literally putting me on game for real
2: I found that by accident because I'm like wait a minute because I' was like you're not gonna chase me all over the map you know what I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit here and fight you for 20 30 minutes because I'm gonna beat your ass <laughs> <With arrows>. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I did that's what I did I'm not proud of it I'm not proud of it it's cheap yes but damn it I beat the tree centernel right you
3: had to do what you had to do exactly.
2: honestly and it's as hard as Elden Ring is, or as unforgiving as Sekiro and Dark Souls is, you have a right to be cheap.
3: Oh, I wasn't even gonna touch. Oh, maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. I call it Sekiro. But... Oh, either
2: way, tomato. Okay,
3: tomato. <laughs> um, that is the one where the guy gets tired really, really fast, right? He's like a samurai or something. Yeah.
1: And yeah, yep,
3: it. yep. Uh, I told myself I was not even going to touch that game for that exact reason because I knew I was going to do a whole lot of running and I wanted to like fight off and if you're just losing you know, mobility and stuff like that, uh-uh. Mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-mm.
2: You got to time your parries right.
3: Yep, sure do. So I was just like, I'm not even going to set myself up like that. I'm not even, I'll watch other people play it. But for me, uh-uh, I was not even gonna set myself up because I knew I wasn't gonna like it.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: that's. A... But
3: it's beautiful. But the 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 game itself is really beautiful. Yeah, uh, the way it's designed, the abstract, the characters itself, the colors, uh, giving you that that feudal era is Japan, like in the. It's it's definitely beautiful. I do. I will say I do like it the way it looks. Yeah.
2: Definitely gorgeous. Definitely gorgeous. So, other than Elden Ring, because I know you kind of went on a, a break from Elden Ring. Now, did you pick up any other games along the way after that or before that?
3: Um, Let's see. Not really because I have not been gaming as much. Elden Ring was really kind of the game that I have been playing. Now, I did get on to Pokemon Arceus on my Switch. I do still play Pokemon uh, Sword because I play online and battle friends and we like get shinies and stuff. So we, I do. I'm more on my Switch than I am on my 5. So um, when I'm feeling a little nostalgic, I'll get on my GameCube. I was just playing Shadow the Hedgehog. Uh, I want to say a month and a half ago.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So, uh, yeah.
2: Well, I say one of the best gifts my girlfriend got me was a switch. And I got that thing for Christmas. When I'm I like, oh my God. And I got me a switch. <laughs> now, because I like she was um she was like ear hustling. And I had no idea she was gonna do this. And when I saw it on a like, man, I already know what I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Smash Brothers. It already came with Mario Kart. Uh, I bought like Wind Jammers too. I'm like a used Windjammers fan. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I did get a demo of Dragon Quest XI. Now, there's other games that I do want, like Super Mario Maker. And
4: Ooh.
2: I really want that because I want to see these games that these people created that was damn near impossible to
0: beat.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I want to see that. And there was another game on the Switch that I really want, too. It was like a platform. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. That's it. Mm-hmm. So I haven't gotten those two yet. But uh, I am in. Mean, back and forth, Ayami. I'm mean, a back and forth on whether I should get WWE 2K22 or not. So I, I, I don't know. The, the jury is out. You said
3: 2K22 and who? Uh,
2: WWE 2K22 um, or get another Switch game.
3: I say get whatever you want that you know you will have fun with. Um, i I I would say WWE. You ain't missing nothing on 2K. I tried to play 2K for the first time ever because I thought 2K was so easy. All you doing is just shooting the ball in the in the basket. That's it. Just Mm-mm. press X and it goes Mm-mm. in the basket. Yeah. yeah, I was I was so wrong.
0: <laughs> I was yeah, like,
3: why are why are people making this a big deal? Just run down the court press x i believe and the ball goes in the basket no you gotta time it you you gotta make sure like how tall is your your person that you're gonna make and what are all the stuff that he can do like it's especially with the timing and the blocking you gotta make sure that you're not doing any um fouls all of that stuff and i was just like this game is ridiculous it's not yeah. my cup of tea, no way. Nah. But you nah. know, <laughs> nah, it's
2: it's a cool game though. It's a cool game. And Mio says uh, he got his son a switch for Chris and he was been waiting on him to do something. He'll be like, ah, ah give me that switch. <laughs> <laughs> Mio's is like waiting in the bushes, waiting on his son to do some and do some eyes shit. He'll be like, ah, you on punishment. Give me that switch. No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. So just so just so he can get on the switch. <laughs> just so he can get on how long <laughs> yeah. on punishment dad, for two weeks. Make it three weeks, you gotta farm <laughs> out. <laughs> I got you.
3: All you gotta do is act up one time. That's it, one time.
2: Three weeks on. <laughs> I got it. That's he said cool. he'd he he get his own eventually, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, go ahead and get Elden Ring, go ahead, go ahead and re download it. In. Play with your friends because it's, it's better that way. I mean, you could still do some yeah. self discovery because it, it's nothing. More like satisfying to like discovering a new spot on horseback because if you're on horseback, you might get hit a couple times running through there. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like you're not gonna die from it, but yeah, you know, you get to see all these places like up north, down south. Caleb, mm-hmm. Caleb is I don't try to hang around Caleb too much, but you know, Caleb looks like uh Dante's Inferno, that's what it looks like.
3: Yeah, see. Games like that is definitely kind of like my, well, it's not my favorite game. My favorite type of games are uh fighting games. Absolutely love uh Dead or Alive series, Mortal Kombat. Taken huge taken fan. Uh, those are usually my go to games. Followed yeah, by
0: well, well,
3: yep. Yeah, followed by um, Devil May Cry or God of War. Uh, Final Fantasy. Um, those are, and in in other some other RPG games, those are like kind of my little go to games that I prefer to play. Um,
2: so your favorite genre is fighting.
3: Yes, so, of all time.
2: So I will say, okay, you mentioned DOA.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You mentioned Tekken, Mortal Kombat. Have you played Rival Schools?
3: I have not.
2: Mm, you have not played Rival Schools.
3: Is that a well, game I should play?
2: Yes. yes. That game is old. That game <laughs> is over. <laughs> now I will say this. Now I have a love-hate relationship with Capcom, mm. and I feel like you should too. <laughs>
3: Like, uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> i feel like anybody that is a fan of capcom has a hatred to a certain degree because they don't listen but then again they <laughs> do listen it's like there's a there's people that wanted dart stalkers right because mm-hmm. you have heard of dart stalkers right i have yes yeah. okay so now i will tell you this now capcom got something going to be released uh later this year and it's an anthology series that have all the Dark Stalkers games, all the, the premier games, the Street Fighter stuff, the uh, Star Gladiator stuff, so the oh, premier, wow. the premier uh, fighting games that Capcom has in one game, they're actually going to have that.
3: Oh, wow, okay. I didn't but, know that. Oh but
2: I will say they don't listen when it comes to rival schools because rival schools was so different because it was it was 3D mm-hmm. and you had different schools all around especially and it's a three man team
1: mm-hmm. or a
2: two man team because when it was Rival Schools United by Fate on Playstation you had three people representing that school but you can only beat two people right but mm-hmm. You can tell what they specialize in, you know, whether the faculty was just into like certain things, that you had a sports school, they had a little baseball, but they had fighting techniques catering to what they specialize in. And you played Street Fighter V, right?
3: I did, yeah.
2: Okay. So Akira, the one mm-hmm. of the DLCs, she's from Rival Schools. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's she's from Rival Schools. So th- there's that. So Before the show, I actually watched the Rival Schools retrospective um, Uh by this guy named uh, uh, Thorgi, and it gives you kind of like the backdrop history of Rival Schools. And every time people have asked, hey, can we make a Rival Schools? Capcom, no, 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 no. No No matter how much people want Rival Schools, because in this day and age, like the fighting game community, Mm -hmm. absolutely, positively will love it.
3: Wow. Well, Capcom, look, listen. Y'all need a well we already said you don't listen. Um you don't. You, you need to kind of listen to your fans.
2: Yeah, it's like like, okay, Power Stone, don't have one of those. Dark Stalkers, don't have one of those. Dino Crisis, don't have that neither. <laughs> Uh, rival Schools do not have that like, there, like there's other games out there Capcom that besides Street Fighter, Monster Hunter, Resident Evil
3: they feel like that's probably where they're getting their money from and that's doing the most sales so that's probably why they're doing a bunch of repeats yes. and you know <sighs>
2: alas alas but Rival Schools I would say this uh, because I, I, th- I would guess you game on your laptop too right
3: Mm mm. The last time I played a game on my laptop was when I was playing Among Us with Friends.
2: Oh, okay. I got you. So do you have any retro gaming stores in your area?
3: I do. Um, what is it called? I recently not recently, last year I bought a Xbox three sixty just to play Dan Central. Don't judge me. No, uh, no judgment.
2: No judgment. Because uh, <laughs> no I, I I I wanna get a Xbox original or P S two just to play NBA Street Volume Two. So I I'm with you.
3: Yeah, so we have two retro gaming stores located where I am.
2: Okay. So get a Dreamcast. Okay. And get Project Justice. That is the last Rival Schools game that was released. Now, now if you really want to be an enthusiast, you can get a PS1 and get Rival Schools United by Fate, which is like the first game. Mm-hmm. but Project Jess is, is the best version of that. It's a sequel obviously. Um but it was really in my honest opinion the first game that had a full story. They it's had a story not It's
3: not on the PS2.
2: Uh I don't think so. I don't think it's on the PS2. Uh, no I mean why you got a Dreamcast? You know, I wouldn't say just to get Project Jess, you know, you get Marvel vs Capcom 2, you want to get that out of the way. Power Stone you wanna get that out of the way too?
3: Oh no, that's fine. I'm a I am a huge nostalgic person that absolutely loves collecting consoles. Right. So um I plan on collecting the beginning consoles anyway for my mm-hmm. game room.
2: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You sh- you should uh say look up 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 down down with AJ Styles.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, he has like a retro. He it, it, he had like a very very short retro channel, but he has a. He's a gamer. He's a wrestler. He's a professional wrestler. He's from Georgia. Um, but he has a retro game room, and he, and his daughters, his sons, they always play the arcade cabinets in his in his house. But mm-hmm. he is a retro game collector. But get Dreamcast, get Project Justice, you will not be disappointed. It's man. The story is just so good, and if you beat the boss a certain way, that unlocks certain other characters. And if you mm-hmm. lose against a certain character, that unlocks other characters, which progress the story too. Oh wow, that's different, oh, right? It has a lot of you know replayability because you know when we play fighting games, right? You know, you know you beat the boss, all right, cool. But with right. Schools, I believe that was the first fighting game that you literally had to pay attention how you beat the game or how you beat a certain character and also there was other ways that characters can assist you and there was a team
0: uh-huh.
2: it was a team attack as well where mm-hmm. everybody gets on screen but they do their own individual move
3: oh and then eventually
2: they do it together and then that was kind of like a cinematic a cinematic type of deal okay I'm going to send you the YouTube link. Don't, don't, don't even worry about it. Don't yeah, even worry send about it. it.
3: To- <laughs> yeah, send it to me. I definitely, listen, like I said, I am a huge person that lives for, like, nostalgic stuff. Yeah. Um, especially for fighting games. Um, definitely send me all the good stuff, and I definitely will. I'm going to go buy Dreamcast anyway, so I might as well pick that up uh-huh. and definitely play it. What I want to talk about is I feel like shooters are overtaking the fighting game. Uh, kind of, uh oh, kind of the fun, fun community part of it. I don't really see a lot. Of, maybe it's because I don't have as much information mm-hmm. about it, but there is not a lot of tournaments I have personally seen lately of fighting games. Like, oh. they used to do back in the day.
2: Okay. I can put you on game.
3: Okay.
2: So, that's actually, that's actually far from truth, actually, because every year, they have EVO. And EVO's been held in Vegas every year, up until COVID, obviously. And I'm talking about thousands, thousands really? of people. And I'm talking about, I think it's uh, Mandalay Bay, I think that it sell out. Mm-hmm. But it's like a I think it's like four days or something like that at Evo and uh, Street Fighter Five, Mortal Kombat, Tekken Seven, Uh Smash Ooh, Bros. was, spat- but Nintendo yeah. actually took it out. But we talking sponsorships and everything else. I'm gonna send you that link too as well about Evo. There's uh the Capcom Cup they have it every year about Street Fighter Five. That's mm-hmm. online and in person. There's uh there's another fighting game tournament. So those are those the the biggest thing. The FGC. Final Game community is mm-hmm. huge. And I'm talking huge. Like, they sell out they sell out uh, Vegas Arena every year.
3: Oh, wow. Yeah. I got to make sure I get into that. Like,
2: shooters is, like, in the back. <laughs> like, like, shooters are really? in the back. Like, <laughs> like, it's in the back. It's back there. I mean, there are gaming competitions for shooters, like, you know, Counter-Strike, Halo, and stuff like that, mm-hmm. obviously. League of Legends, which is not a shooter. But there there are other tournaments, but the one that's really out there at the forefront are fighting games. And
3: okay,
2: you know, Guilty Gear Strive, which is another game I think you should get too. Um, I feel like you should you ha- you would have a lot of fun. Um,
3: okay,
2: you know, Blaze Blue, obviously.
3: Oh, Blaze Blue! Listen, let me tell you about Blaze Blue. Mm-hmm. Blaze Blue is so good. It's not a game that I own. I think I I remember playing that in college with a few friends and they put me on Blaze Blue. I was so addicted to it to where I went to conventions and I would have to request if I could bring the game uh, or wow. my friends could bring the game and we all play it. Wow. For some reason, you know, when when they did like tournaments in the game room at conventions, Blaze Blue was not on the roster. It was more like Smash and stuff. Yeah. But I forgot the chick with that wears purple with the white hair, and she has this ring. This this big silver ring thing that she just tosses around. It's a circular ring thing.
2: Uh, um, forgot no. her
3: name. But I love her to death.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. Blaze so you so I'm assuming that you got Blaze Blue Cross tag. I
3: think that's what I played, yeah.
2: Okay, so that that not only got Blaze Blue characters in it, but it has other anime characters as well, fighting game characters. But yeah, I would I would w- 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 say I would say pick that up too if you don't have Cross Tag and you just got Blaze Blue Continuum Shift or uh, Extend or something like that. But I'll mm-hmm. say Guilty Gear Strive. Blaze Blue is basically. In my opinion, it's the child of Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear is, to mm. me, the first anime fighter franchise. Mm-hmm. And you will definitely see why. But if you get Guilty okay. Gear Strive, I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. They might have it on discount in the PlayStation Store. You might want to check that Joker out. It's highly offensive. Uh, like, <laughs> as far as... Not, not like, like, o- offensive, but like, fighting game offensive. It, it's more offensive-defense. Kind of like Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Um, so many good characters in there and it's just something I know for a fact you'll fall in love with.
3: Oh, for sure. I'm sorry if I sound like I got something in my mouth. I actually do. I'm eating candy. <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> look, I just had a sushi bake. Like, uh, Well, I made some sushi bake earlier this week and it was phenomenal for the first time, so I destroyed that. Destroyed it. What is sushi
3: truck. bake like? What did you put in it? Like a sushi roll, or
2: okay? So, all right, class, you know, chef one on one here. But um, <laughs> so basically, I got this recipe from my girlfriend because she she knows I eat like Asian foods and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So these are stuff you can get from the Asian grocery store. Um, you get the sticky rice. You need some mm-hmm. sesame oil. You need um, furigage, which is rice seasoning. And you know, you you know you cook your rice and rice cooking and you put it in the pan. You know how you just put it in a baking pan, baking glass? Yes. You put that in there, uh, you cook your whatever ingredients, whatever ingredients that you want, whether it's salmon, whether it's crab, whether it's vegetables or whatever, you cook that, you put that on top of the rice. Um, I mean, obviously you might want to have cream cheese or some spicy mayo or whatever the case may be. You put it in mm-hmm. the oven for about 20 minutes, I think about maybe 350, comes out. Um, also from the Asian grocery store you can get that furukake rice seasoning because I had a hard time finding it in any regular grocery store you probably will not see it Um, you get the squared seaweed wraps and when it come out of the oven it's already sticky you put it on your seaweed wraps boom there you go sushi bake
0: okay cool
2: Yeah, I just did salmon and rice with mine and man I, my cousin ate it today. She said, oh, it was delicious. I i was that like, yeah. That
3: does sound good. We have a international food market where I live, and I definitely know I can go get all that, um, the ingredients in there.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. okay. For sure. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. But, yeah. So, Hayami, it's been a pleasure.
3: Absolutely. Uh, I'm so happy that, you know, you hit me up to do this. Part of the celebration of Women's History Month, celebrating all the, wist- the women everywhere. So and I'm really happy to be here. Of
2: course, of course. Now <laughs> before we end, though, since it is Women's History Month, who is like your favorite woman of history?
3: Like it just history.
2: Oh, history geekdom. <laughs> it doesn't any matter.
3: I am gonna say my mom. I know that's like the go to answer where everyone says, but no, honestly, really my mom Mm -hmm. my mom has literally set um the bar for me that is literally unlimited Mm -hmm. she is extremely supportive she has literally been by my side through whatever she's extremely strong extremely independent and you know she's she's an amazing woman when I have my days where I feel like I just cannot move on to whatever or if I'm really down she is literally my backbone my helping hand when it comes to my cosplays when it comes to my modeling when it comes to my son and school like my mom is always there
2: mm-hmm. I love
3: her so much and I look up to her
2: awesome 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 and, and you know what that's what better hero to have than your mom
3: yeah you know what? Now that I think about it, I think this is her candy that
2: I'm eating. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> so you had a shout out. Like, hey, I mean her candy. Oh well, you know she's all right.
3: Because she, she was right. the last person in my car that had okay. these candies. I don't eat Sour Patch Kids. It's here, so I'm just eating it. Mm, okay. <laughs> and... I'll buy her another one.
2: <laughs> and, and with that being said, now, now also before the show, do you have any advice? For the young ladies out there that maybe want to get into geekdom or want to get into cosplay or just to get in our world.
3: Absolutely. Listen, ladies, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You can literally do whatever you want to do. Uh You can be whoever you want to be. I know you see people on the internet that look so good in their cosplays and you're so inspired and it's something that you really wanna do, do it. I promise you, this will be probably how you, how I feel. This is gonna be your safe space. This is probably gonna be something that makes you happy. I know the world is kind of crazy right now the world is really mean, but you know what? We can't let the mean people hold us back from doing what we want to do. Go for it. Because the only person that's holding you back is yourself. I embrace you. I welcome you with open arms. And I encourage you. And I spread all my love and positivity to you to get into this community. Do not be discouraged. And, and be happy. It's amazing community.
2: That's some of the best advice ever.
3: Young, yeah. Young, <laughs> like
2: Man. Because it, again, it's so many, you know, young, you know, individuals that want to get in this and they get so discouraged. Like I hear you, you hear it. You hear it in, you know, uh conventions all the time. And you know, I always try to find somebody random, you know, to talk to, or that's kind of like sitting off by themselves or whatever, and and you know, kind of
0: talk yeah. to them a little bit.
3: I had a classmate. She was a a younger girl. She was in my Japanese class and she found out that I was a cosplayer. I don't know how the hell she found out I was a cosplayer, Mm. but she found out I was a cosplayer. She came up to me after class and she was like, "You know, I really, really want to get into cosplay, but you know, I don't look like this and everyone looks so pretty. And I was told that, you know, I'm too thin and I'm like, girl, what? First of all, you're beautiful and you can do whatever the hell you want to do. If this is something that you really want to do, this is something that makes you happy, do it. You're not doing this for nobody else. You're doing this for you. Yeah, there's going to be mean people that's going to say this and that about you, but are you going to let that stop you from being happy?
2: That's right. Again, dropping gems out here. Hayami Cosplay dropping gems.
0: Boom! (laughs)
2: There you go. (laughs) There you go. So for the listeners out there, I appreciate y'all for hanging out, especially with Hayami Cosplay. And Hayami, how can they get to you? How can they follow you?
3: Yeah, yes. I'm going to tell y'all where y'all can come follow me on. I'm just playing. You guys can follow me on. (laughs) You guys can follow me on Instagram at Hayami underscore Angel Cosplay. It's spelled H A. Y A M I underscore angel cosplay that is for my Instagram, that's for my Twitter, and that is for my Facebook as well.
2: There you have it, there you have it. All right, there you have it again. It's a pleasure having you, Hayami. And this won't be the last time you'll be on the show, so and I will be sending you those links. Trust and believe. You're gonna get these links after the show. So
3: thank you, because I'm gonna hit them up after the show. <laughs> there, you <can.
2: laughs> there you go. So for listeners <laughs> out there, um, until tomorrow. Because tomorrow at noon, uh, myself and Thanos Rick will have a show, the entire show dedicated to Scott Hall Razor Ramon. Um uh, mm. talk about his uh career in the wrestling industry and and some of our best moments of Razor Ramon and some of the funniest moments that he had too as well. So Until next time, peace.
3: Bye.